Chapter 4 As they crossed the empty parking lot, Jeff drug his step and watched Denise's ass as she walked ahead of him. She put on a tight green leather jacket and crammed her hands in its pockets, her hair pointed in every direction. They reached Jeff's motorcycle, leaning against the fence surrounding the dumpsters. Nice bike, she said. Thanks. I like the color. It's my favorite. Green. Yeah, me too. Jeff lifted his eyes to the clouds running rapidly by. They shot west, sliding over the moon, translucent and weighted heavily at their bottoms, racing in rows from one tree line to the next. He held in a drag of cigarette and looked down onto the highway. There were no cars on it and none in the parking lot except an empty taxi, its owner passed out inside, and Jonah's broken 76 Lincoln held up on cinder blocks with its front wheels missing and its hood unbolted and resting on the ground beside it. They were completely alone out there on that patch of gravel. The building's big red neon sign spelled out the two of diamonds in the fashion of a playing card high above them. Jeff heard a semi-truck blast by at a hurling speed. There'd be no patrolman for miles. Hang on a second, he said. I forgot my wallet inside. He walked back across the lot, zipping up his jacket and snapping each of its buttons as he did. He opened the door and stepped back into the entryway, a small alcove reserved for the payphone and ATM. It glowed beneath a heat lamp and was closed off from the rest of the bar by a pair of glass doors. Jeff pressed his back to the wall and closed his eyes. He reached in his pants pocket and pulled out a black nylon stocking. He unrolled it and pulled it over his head and face. Then he dug in his waistline and came out with a Remington Outlaw 357 pistol and three loose bullets. He coughed loudly to camouflage the sound as he loaded them and set the hammer back. He held it between his legs pointing the barrel at the ground. He could hear the music from the stage room. White zombie. Becca would be on stage right now. She always danced to white zombie. He liked Becca. He'd given her rides before, but not like this. He slammed the back of his head into the wall behind him a few times and grunted. Then his voice rose to an angered hum and on into a scream as he kicked open the doors and entered with the gun drawn up to his eye line and his shoulders locked. Get your fucking hands in the fucking air, he shouted. Jonah was snapping the plastic-covered remote and looking up at the TV. He didn't notice Jeff. The music was too loud, snarling from all angles and filling the bar with grinding static. Becca always played it as loud as she could. It gave her large presence a demonic quality. She was the biggest of all the girls, but squeezed herself into the smallest of corsets. Ribbon bows on either of her garters, ribbon bows up the back of her forearms, ribbon bows at the back of her neck. Her limbs chained to one another with thin metal webs. She was covered in spikes, with nails poking out of several spots along her lips, nose, and eyes. There were even nails bent and pulled through each of her nipples, accenting her transparent skin. She was dancing in front of a mirror, swinging her dreadlocks like tentacles. Jeff walked up to the bar and pointed the gun at Jonah, but the music was too loud and he still hadn't noticed him. The lights flickered from the stage, 
Only the white reflection of the TV on his leather jacket stood out against the shadowed bar room. Then Jonah turned his head and looked into the barrel of the gun. Jeff shouted over the bar. Get your hands in the fucking air. Jonah stared at the gun and then looked at Jeff's nylon-covered face. What? he asked. The music became even louder. Guitars spilled one over another. It was so loud that Jeff couldn't think straight. His legs were numb. The booze was wearing off. Get your fucking hands in the fucking air. Jonah slid off the cooler. He looked at the gun and rolled his eyes. Then he looked up at the stage. Becca already had her hands in the air, but it was just part of her routine. It was doubtful she was following Jeff's instructions. He glanced back at the gun, but turned and walked out from behind the bar, casually stepping into the mirrored DJ booth. The music abruptly stopped, and the whole atmosphere shifted to a creaking silence. Now there was just the sound of Becca's chains colliding softly as she continued to dance. Jeff cleared his throat. From a far corner, a cricket ironically chirped a single note. Jonah came out from behind the DJ booth and walked right up to the pointed gun. What? he asked again. Jeff stammered, twitching his shoulders and legs. He thought for a second, his breath running hot over his masked face, snot forming on his upper lip. He decided to keep his initial tone, screaming loudly. I said, get your fucking hands in the fucking air. Jonah blew out a sigh and looked up at a broken ceiling fan above them. Then Becca finally noticed the gun and screamed. She fell to her knees and crawled behind one of the mirrors, her chains slapping against the ground and dragging along the stage. Jonah lifted his hands in the air, but then rested both of them on the top of his head and spoke in an irritated yawn. Seriously, Miller? Jeff squeezed at the gun and clenched his arms. I'm not fucking around, man. Empty the register now. Jeff, almost everything in the register is the money you spent in here tonight, which isn't much. Fuck you, Jonas. Give me the money or I'll shoot your ass. Jeff, seriously, if you need money, you should rob one of the girls. Jeff pulled the nylon mask off and threw it over his shoulder. He spat on the floor and vigorously wiped his nose with the back of his hand. God damn it. He pointed the gun at the TV and fired. The screen exploded into sparkling bits and a small flame formed inside it as black smoke spilled out onto the cooler. The shot rang out with an echo. Jeff could hear Becca's chains rattle from behind the booth. Jonah turned and looked at his broken TV. Jeff hunched over, resting his palms on each knee, puffing to catch his breath. Jesus, Jeff. Next time you're in here, you better have a TV and an apology. Fuck you. Jeff pointed the gun back at Jonah and let his eyes twirl maniacally in place. Give me the money. Okay, dipshit. Have it your way. Jonah walked over to the register and punched it open. 
He pulled out a small pile of fives and a few crumpled singles and counted them, straightening them into one neat stack. Sixty-one bucks, he said. All yours, cowboy. He tipped the money to Jeff's chest and tapped at his jacket with it. Next time you're in here, you better have a new TV and sixty-one bucks. Jeff grabbed the money out of Jonah's hand and crammed it into his jacket pocket. He stepped sideways to where the cab driver was sleeping and picked up the stack of money in front of him, counting it while pointing the gun in Jonah's direction. It was twelve dollars. He took two and walked over to the wall of the DJ booth and threw them over it. Here you go, Becca. Sorry about the commotion. I like your new hair color. Thanks, Jeff, she said, picking up the money. Does this mean you can't give me a ride home tonight? His right hand held the top of the mirrored wall. The other held the gun to his belt buckle. The room glowed hot pink and hummed with empty speakers. Jeff looked into his own reflection. A gray spotted beard covered most of his face, and the wet hairs pulled back over his ears were turning silver. The bags under his eyes were purple and green, and the rest of him shined in leather with a single red bandana tied to his left ankle. He lifted his head back and tucked the gun under his belt. Then he covered it with his jacket and ran a hand over his face and let out a sigh. I can still give you a ride, he said. I'll be outside. He walked over to the bar and pulled out one of the singles and tossed it at Jonah. Give me three Miller lights to go.